if I sit still, I uh, I feel like I get stagnant. I like to uh, I do like to meet people. I like uh, the fact of uh, how when a new face comes into a town, the uh, the wild opportunities that arise. You know, it's uh, it's just uh, it's a very addictive, intriguing part of my past life that uh, I can't let go of. And that's Chris Frisbee. And we're Ryan in Miracle Ireland, and this is So You Owned a VW Bus, a podcast fueled by the stories from people like Chris. Chris's interview covers the two topics everyone wants to know about, love and money. We interviewed Chris just south of Springfield, Ohio, at a barn sale where he's selling all manner of leather goods, suitcases and coats, furs and hats. People come and go from the barn where the sale is taking place the same barn where he is temporarily staying. Farther back on the lot is his 1985 Weekender Edition Vanagon. It's one shade of brown, and he calls it the Groundhog. Uh, Let's see here. So I bought the bus in 2004, and and I still have it. Um, We lived in it full-time, me and a girl, for five years. And then uh, uh, her and I separate. Well, she got pregnant. And, uh, so we decided to get a house, but yeah, I, uh, I conceived a kid in there. <laughs> I'm never not interested in talking about sex. That is so very true. So I needed to know how it happened that Chris's daughter came to be conceived in the van. There was a deal going on at Sam's club for shearling rugs, right? It was four sheepskin rugs sewed together and you could buy four of these things for a hundred bucks. And that's a really good price. I'm a leather worker, so... I was like, yeah, give me a few of these. <clears throat> and with my bus, the pop top, you've got the queen size futon at the bottom. And then you pop the top and you've got a twin size bed up there. So I sheep skinned it out. You know, I, uh, I was trying to preserve my, uh, uh, an original corduroy interior with the sheepskins. But, uh, yeah, it turned into a love nest. I, uh, yeah. It was, it was delicious. Yeah. We lived in it full time for five years and three of those winters were cold winters. Uh, but we, you know, we did them up north here, but, uh, we, we cuddled and stayed warm. Then I wanted to know if the bus got Chris laid. Yes. All right. So can you imagine a blue eyed cat in a cowboy hat rolling around in an 85 Volkswagen van again and not getting something? <laughs> Trail magic. Trail magic, Mom. And this was the first time we heard this phrase, trail magic. But it's more than a catchphrase for Chris. It's a sort of way of life, and it began when he bought the groundhog. All right, yeah. Well, the the bus, I uh, I happened upon my bus, and we thought about it for a couple of weeks before we bought it. And my friend told me, she said, buddy, buy that thing. That's exactly what you need. She said, you won't believe the magic involved. And that's what I call it. I call it trail magic when, uh, when just like uh, the generosity and love comes from perfect strangers, you know. Uh, the Volkswagen bus seems to be... Uh, a catalyst, uh, uh, for some reason, the, uh, the love that comes at you by traveling around in an old Volkswagen is just unprecedented. But does trail magic make Chris a hippie? I am not a hippie. I am a cowboy 
with a fondness for nature. So a lot of my friends, I would call a lot of my friends hippies. My child's mother is a hippie. And, uh, and, uh, but me, myself, I'm just Chris. I'm just a woodsman. It becomes apparent pretty quickly that no, Chris is not a hippie. And while he calls himself a woodsman, the trail magic he describes also involves a myriad of ways to make money. Well, I'm, uh, I'm actually up here in Ohio for mushroom season, uh, but I, I travel for work and for leisure. It's, it's been my lifestyle since the bus. The bus is what started all this, but I just, I developed a, uh, a routine, a route, if you will. And, uh, and so I'm kind of sticking to it because that's my bread and butter. That's the ways I know how to make money. I know, you know, people say money doesn't grow on trees. Well, that would be anybody that hasn't run with me because it absolutely does. I'll be, uh, this winter I'll be selling cold brew coffee and coconuts on a beach somewhere. I promise. (laughs) And this is where the money growing on trees part comes into play. One day I wanted a coconut, you know, and so I climbed up this palm tree and I was like, man, that's tough, you know. And I thought about it for a minute and I was like, I'm just going to get on line here and I'm going to order one of those climber tree stands that the deer hunters use up in Ohio. I'm going to buy one of them things. I'm going to get up there and get all the coconuts, you know. So I did. And then my girlfriend comes home and I've got her whole condo full of coconuts. You can fit 44 green coconuts in an empty refrigerator on Friday night and get them cold and then throw them in a cooler and throw some ice on them and haul them to the beach and sell them for five or ten, depending on the beach you're at, as quick as you can cut them open (laughs) to the tourists, you know. Stick a straw in them, they're done. I see a product that I want and it's 40 foot in a tree, I'm going to figure out a way to get it. Well, other people probably want one too, so I'm going to sell it and make money. It's the same as the barn sale today. We set up two weeks ago, and I think between my friend Linda and I, we made $750 in two hours. I really like to hustle, I guess, you know? Hustling is in Chris's blood. Um, I'm a carpenter by trade, but I was born... My family's farm is a rodeo now, but it was initially, it was a horse auction. So I was raised in the wheeler dealer lifestyle all my life. And he's come up with some pretty creative ways to make money. I think three or four years of the time that I was in the bus, I I was literally shooting pool for a living. That's how we were making our money at the time. Last winter was my first cold winter in eight years. So I went a little ham and I became a coat dealer through different people I've met and whatnot, all I have to do is reach out and say, hey, you know, Cowboy's back on the road, and I'm going to be uh, given these opportunities. A lot of, a lot of uh, opportunities I've been given came from working for nonprofit organizations. Like, I think my last one was uh, I was building straw bale homes for people on top of Mount Crested Butte at 7,500 foot in Colorado. And so through that, I became a member of an alumni association with Community Rebuilds. And so when they're looking for master carpenters in the trade of ecological architecture, I'm on the list. But I was still interested in the coconuts and coffee. Because if it's not sex with Miracle, it's coffee. Man, yeah, all right, so I'm going to tell you this part of the story. So the cold brew coffee business, that was a, uh, I dreamed that up in prison. 
reading books and uh in there uh the only legal stimulant you can have is instant coffee right and so people make all these different recipes well if you put three spoonfuls of cocoa and three spoonfuls of coffee and two spoons full of coffee or a kool-aid in there and they call it a foxy right and they make these weird cocktails and i'm like i could i could do something like that you know so i when i got out i uh I, I'd st- I was a librarian in the penitentiary. I studied at the time uh, different methods of uh, extracting coffee from coffee beans. And uh, through reading, I fell in love with the cold brew process and then figured out how to do it in bulk. This blue-eyed cat in a cowboy hat certainly has some magic up his sleeve. But he also has a lot of friends out there, too. Yeah, the Vanagon family, the Vanagon community is... Uh, it's huge. It's worldwide, and it's uh, it's pretty powerful. And like I said, I call it trail magic, uh, blessings, whatever you want to call it. It's like they find you, you know. If it doesn't matter if somebody owns a van, a lot of people maybe they in the past they owned a van, you know. And uh, it's it just it's just absolutely insane the amount of blessings involved with tooling around in an old Volkswagen van. Well, Chris, we hope to see you out there, and we hope to have some trail magic of our own. Oh, baby, we're not going to need magic. I may not even need a sheepskin rug. To keep up on our own trail magic, most of it's safe for work, visit our webpage ontheroadwithaddy.com or follow us on Instagram at ontheroadwithaddy. Addy is spelled A-D-I-E. Until next time, folks. <laughs>